It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield and Garrett Ross. Just after 4 o'clock, and welcome, welcome one and all to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us for this Tuesday edition of the program. Oh, and we got a lot of fun things that we're going to cover today, and we're uh, we're glad you're with us as we get rolling here on this Tuesday. Uh, Garrett, how are you as you uh, as you rock your Robinson Rocket flat bill today? I'm good, man. You know, it's 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 good to be back and you have two days in a row under my belt so yeah i'm i'm, I'm good did you see how i put that I, together I seen that you were rocking rocking the rocket there yeah there you go there you go all right uh in in, in boy got the raised r 3dr it's a white cap with a blue bill and white buttons and, and a white button and eyelets so there you go just uh, just checking it all out. Got it going Gotta on. Got to get it, man. There you go. Uh, so did you get to watch the game much last night? I know you got kiddos at home, right. and sometimes it can get a little – when you have kiddos at home, sometimes the house can get a little crazy. It can. So I missed the start of the game. I picked it up at about the – I want to say it's a little bit halfway through the first quarter, and I watched it until the fourth quarter when – I fell asleep about halfway through. It was over at that point. But, yeah, I mean, it was – The second quarter was just a thumping. It was. It was. I mean, Devontae Smith is so freaking good. He was a mismatch nightmare uh, last night for the Tide. And, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that they got the, the Heisman right this year. Yeah. I, I, was, um, I was thinking about it last night, Garrett. Uh, when you go to the Combine in Indianapolis – they want to know how high you can jump. They want to know how tall you are. They want to know what you right. weigh. They want to know what you bench press. They want to know if you use Crest or Colgate when you br- – I mean, but you know what? At the end of the day, if you can play, you can play. And if you don't think that he can play, there is something horribly wrong. The one thing that I kept thinking about last night is, yeah, he's not that tall, but look at his arm – Look at his wingspan. Look at his stretch when he goes and lays out for a football. He made a couple of catches yesterday that most people just don't make. They just don't have the skill set to make those catches, and he made them look easy. He did, and I think he's a special player in the sense where he's unselfish. And a lot of those Alabama players are. I think that's why they have so much success because they're an unselfish team. But well, hey, it, it was all about winning. It, was. it wasn't about the the awards. It wasn't about the Heisman or or the Davey O'Brien. Right. Them dudes came back because they wanted to win a championship. Well, period. even that. But but you look at Devontae in general. He's a guy that he's a dynamic. He's your number one receiver. Yet he's back there returning kicks. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen at most programs across the nation. No. And again, it's about. Hey, I can get things done, and and I want to, I want to help this team in any way I can help them win. But again, to me, I mean, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, you know, we've had the conversation several times about the Heisman Trophy, and you're right, I think they got it right. But again, if you give it to the running back, you know, that's not a bad give. If, if you no. give it to the quarterback, that's not a bad give. And and, and by the way, Mac Jones last night. Threw for 464 yards. Uh, he threw for more yards than Ohio State collected as a team. Now, which gets me to something else. It was 52 to 24. 
what happened to 24 to 17? What happened to 17 to 10? I personally miss those games that have strategy. Uh, do we punt here? Do we play for field position? I mean, it almost is – if you're going to win a game in today's college football, it's, hey, I got to have the ball last and I got to go score. It really is. It's kind of funny because, you know, going back just even five to ten years, right, it, the landscape of college football was looking down and talking crap to the Big 12 because that was their approach. Mm -hmm. Every team, that was pretty much their approach. Mm -hmm. Now that is the standard for how you win in college football. Uh, to me, I think a lot of it stems from – how the game of high school is being played right now, and the emergence of seven on seven quarterbacks. Yeah, it's about spreading the ball out, getting your, you know, putting your key receivers who, you know, got that speed, put them in position, get them open, and it's lighting up the scoreboard. Wide receiver screens are yesterday's handoffs. Oh yeah, that's what they are. Yes, that's what they are. Stop and think about this for a second. And you, you, you guys that are my age or, or a little older, you're with me, I think, on this. Ohio State last night had 341 yards of offense and scored 24 points. That's going to win you a lot of games. It wasn't that long ago that that wins you this football yeah. game. Yeah, it does. Here it gets you beat by 30. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, the game has changed so dramatically. It has. I think it's the evolution. And another factor into that is I think when you look at um, – when you look at fantasy football, right, and mm -hmm. how much, how big that's become, that's a lot of money involved in that. So I think you're kind of seeing that fit the mold as well, and these offenses are taking shape, and this is what you got. Well, I think people today don't have patience. No. And, and it's about, you know, entertain me, entertain me, entertain me. I want it to be, I want it to be now. And so, therefore – Playing defense and special teams and, and you know in 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 you know three three and a punt, three and a punt until we build field position, then go score and you know, we're early in the second quarter and it's seven to nothing, that bores people. Uh, in, in today's society, I think. And, and therefore you've got to figure out a way through rule changes mm -hmm. and through how how you scheme to put up points to entertain. I mean, look how they've changed the rules. Remember when you went out of bounds, the clock would stop and it would stay stopped right. until they snapped it again? Not the case. As soon as they come back in ready the ball for play, they run the clock because there's so many plays being run now. There are so many more plays, more snaps of a football game now than it used to be. Well, also, and I think you you hit on something important right, right there. Where you're talking about all the rule changes. I think they all the, favor the, the yeah, offense. Yeah, the defense has been put at such a disadvantage. Oh. You can't even play defense, so that's why you're seeing these outrageous scores. And, and I know by the rule, last night was a targeting. Oh, that but, was that was the definition of targeting. That was bad. Yeah, but I'm telling you, it wasn't that long ago that was a good play. No, it that was. That was a clean, good football play. And I don't have a problem with calling the penalty. I have a problem with pulling the kid. The, the and, ejection and leaving factor, them on the, the ejection factor of, of targeting, they need to read. Yeah. First of all, if you deem – here's how I think it should be, quite frankly. If you deem that it was there was an intent to hurt, I mean, you know, in, in that, that this guy's he's lunging to, to, to create a problem for the other guy, then you got an ejection. But if it's just, you know, the leading with the helmet or the what, what is the other part of that thing? You got a defenseless right, the player. Right, defensive player, yeah. yeah. That should not be that should not be a an ejection unless you deem that he his intent was to hurt him. I mean, you know, when you when you see a guy leave his feet and lunge, mm -hmm. that's different than a guy just going and hitting another guy. 
well, in my in my opinion. It is, and, and it's it's also uh, we we talk about in scenarios like that, right? I think all of the focus goes on the offensive player, but a, a lot of the time, if you look at that hit last night, for example, when Battle hit him, th- that he's at risk of breaking his neck. You know, and I think we kind of overlook that the defensive, and, yeah, guy. the yes. defensive guy, yeah. You know, and focus more on the the big shot that the offensive player is taking as well. But regardless, I I, I think it's a learning moment. I don't mind giving them a 15-yard penalty, you know, a fresh set of downs, but don't pull the kid. No, no, I mean, that's my deal. I mean, unless you feel like there was, I mean, there was some intent there to to inflict, uh, you know, injury, it, it can't be an ejection. They've got to they've got to revisit that rule. All right, uh, we got a lot to get to today. It's uh, 10 minutes after 4 o'clock. We're going to get into some high school football. Yes, high school football is not done, and we got some high school football news, and it's all coming up in just a couple of minutes. This is game time from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Tom and Garrett, we're right back with more in a moment. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies to mostly cloudy conditions for a while this evening. Then we'll start to see clearing skies overnight. Low temperatures fall to around 30 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow. It'll be warmer than it was out there today. Highs top out at 59 and mostly sunny. Very nice on Thursday with a high of 63. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. Live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday and hear from women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano and acrobatics and tumbling coach Felicia Mulkey. That's the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday live from Rudy's and right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville. But we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com. At Genco, our goal is to build long-lasting relationships while providing complete financial solutions for each step of life's journey. Our members enjoy fewer fees, lower rates on loans of all types, and higher yields on a wide variety of savings options. 
That's just a small part of the credit union difference. Visit Genco online, on Facebook, or come by one of our five locations today. Apply online for membership. Genco FCU, my money, my future, my credit union. Since 1953, NCUA Equal Housing Lender. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. It was a historic night for the Tide as Alabama won their 18th national championship 52 to 24 over Ohio State last night. Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith set a championship game record in the first half with 12 receptions for 215 yards and three touchdowns. Nick Saban passed Bear Bryant with the most championships with seven. In the NBA, the Mavericks were forced to postpone last night's game with the Pelicans after multiple players tested positive for COVID. NBA insider Brian Winthor says the league needs to adapt to changes to help prevent so many postponements. So they're going to have to adopt some changes. What's really causing games to be postponed is the contact tracing. The idea here would be to amend some of the day-to-day procedures so you won't have to put as many players in contact tracing. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, you're back with us as we roll through this uh, th- Tuesday. I started to say Thursday. I wish it was. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Here we go. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Tom and Garrett, glad you're with us. And Garrett, you don't normally talk a lot of high school football in, in the middle of January, but we're going to today. And there's some interesting things going on mm-hmm. in high school football. And again, because of COVID, we've got our state championships for 5A and 6A coming up this weekend. Yeah, and you got some great matchups out there. And I think you got a lot of the right teams in it. You're going to see Alito look to make history with their uh, consecutive state championship appearances. Um, they're going to be taking on um, Denton Ryan. Crosby. Uh, Crosby. Crosby, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of good matchups out there. And I. I I'm really excited to watch them. I think the Katie game is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's weird to think that we're still talking. It's weird to think that high school football is going on longer in Texas than NFL or college. Yeah, that it's crazy. And the other 5A game on Friday will be Denton Ryan and Cedar Park right. out of the greater Austin area. Speaking of Austin, you got Austin Westlake and South Lake here on the 6A game, one of the 6A games. And that is the battle of the uh, of the father's son, uh, Ty Dodge and Riley Dodge, mm-hmm. and you know, I, and I know it's kind of a cool thing and all that stuff, but I, 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 if I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, deep down inside, what is Todd Dodge thinking? I mean, you, you it, it look, it's his job to 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 coach the game and coach right. to win and all that, but you know, what father wants to defeat his son in the biggest game his son will coach in? Well, I mean, I, I mean, you see what the, yeah, the dynamic I, there, and and what about poor mom? What is she thinking right now? <laughs> well, she's probably a nervous wreck. Absolutely, but I, I think it's I think it's cool. I, I think it's he's probably got mixed emotions, but he's got to be really proud to have the opportunity 
to play in for a state title against his son and knowing that it's not just that connection but the defensive coordinators for both of these teams mm-hmm. are brother-in-laws so there's oh. there's multiple ties on these rosters then you have two of the best quarterbacks in the state mm-hmm. well obviously with Quinn Ewers at South Lake the best quarterback in the nation you got to see Cade Klubnick firsthand so you know how good he is from Austin Westlake so it's going to be a really fun matchup did you see Austin Westlake playing South Lake Carroll. I did not. I saw Austin Westlake playing Duncanville, quite frankly. I think a lot of people did. And, and one of the interesting things was I, I was watching last week and uh, Rick Renner, who covers high school football, works with Tepper on uh, Fox Sports Southwest. He had mentioned that regardless of Coach Dodge, because a lot of people, if you're not aware, Coach Dodge, Riley Dodge, was out with COVID for that game against Duncanville. He wasn't able to coach. They had a lot of key, they had a couple of key players out as mm-hmm. well. But I thought it was interesting that Rick Renner came out and was like, you know, regardless of those circumstances, I still feel like South Lake's going to go ahead and handle Duncanville. I thought that was a bold statement at the time, but he obviously saw something that a lot of people were overlooking. And a lot of people will tell you, and you can't do it, you know this you know this as well as I, that Duncanville was looking past South Lake and they were looking for the opportunity to play Austin Westlake. And, you know, when you look past somebody, thump, there it goes. You know, and then you, you're you talking about that, right? But Westlake had to beat Galena Park North Shore. Yeah, they did. So I, I think a lot of the – you kind of wonder if maybe both of those teams were kind of overlooking. But it, it, it's saying that tongue-in-cheek, Westlake won state last year, mm-hmm. but it was in a different division. Right. So I, you kind of got to – you got to think that in the back of their minds, because we all year long, not just in Texas, not just here, but from nationwide perspective, people were looking forward to the third matchup between Duncanville and Galena Park North Shore. It was written in there with pencil. <laughs> and, you know, that unfortunately, that's not what we got to see. Me personally, I really feel bad for Coach Samples, though, at Duncanville, because it always seems like he runs into these scenarios where he just can't win the big one. Well, and then the other team, and he's, you know, he was the district champion of 116A. The other team out of 116A is Cedar Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, I told you after, after covering this district this year, I said it wouldn't surprise me if there were two state champions out of 116A, and if the, we could figure out a way mathematically to make it happen, there could be three. Because remember, DeSoto got eliminated by Duncanville a couple of weeks ago. And DeSoto could could play with anybody in the state of Texas as well. But so now you got Cedar Hill representing eleven six A and they're taking on uh well, somebody who's been there, done that, and got a t shirt in Katie. This is gonna be a really fun matchup. And I think one intriguing thing is we're talking about the the quarterback from Cedar Hill, Caden Salter. He's committed to Tennessee. He's gonna play in this state championship game and in two weeks he's gonna be on campus with the Vols. I think Katie, their defense is loaded. I, I really see them hemming up um, the uh, Cedar Hill offense and controlling that game, and I'm going to take Katie in that matchup. Oh, okay. So that'll be that's an you know, and, and probably the right pick. And, and again, if it comes down to to experience, uh, they've been there and done that, and and it'll be fun to watch. All right, some news coming out of the uh, Central Texas high school football ranks, and and uh, our good friend and i mean good friend indeed ronnie porter the head football coach and athletic director at troy high school has stepped down and uh, troy uh, ronnie is just going to step back and and i guess catch his breath and teach uh, i had a chance to to text with him a little bit today mm-hmm. and, and visit with him a little bit by text and uh, you know i extended the invitation for ronnie to come on and i think he will later but not right, right. now not today and uh in you know, and uh, then uh, I, I think that's he's just going to 
catch his breath a little bit, spend time with family and, and teach, and uh, and we'll see where it goes from there. And who knows what happens down the road, but that's the plan for Ronnie Porter. And now Troy High School is looking for a new head football coach and athletic director. I thought initially when that news came out, it was kind of a shock. But the, when you think about all the time that these guys are putting in, oh. it's so stressful, and especially when you have little kids. So I definitely understand him wanting to take a step back just kind of regather, you know, his thoughts, evaluate the future, spend some time with your family, and then go forward. A but, lot of guys do. Yeah, it. a lot of guys. And in not just at high school; yeah. they do it at every level, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think it's you're going to see Coach Porter more than likely in a few years back in the mix. But Troy itself is a very, very desirable job. That's a good job. You can and, win. And you know there. why it's a good job? He and that staff have turned it into a good oh, absolutely. job. Absolutely. I mean, and again, that boy, and if you want to compete. Go get in that district mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and get ready to strap it on. Uh, so, yeah, so Ronnie Porter will step down as football coach at AD and move into a teaching role, and we wish Ronnie and his family the very best. And we'll keep an eye on the uh, on the Troy situation as they begin their search for a new head football coach and athletic director. Speaking of football coach and athletic director, we understand that uh, – well, the Waco Independent School District is conducting interviews today for their open position at Waco High as the head football coach and campus coordinator. And I believe tomorrow, if we understand things, that they'll be uh, interviewing for the university job tomorrow, the uh, head football coach and campus coordinator. So uh, it's a lot of things going on, Ed Love and all those folks trying to mm -hmm. trying to bring it together and, and get, the, get the right person on campus at both Waco High and at University High School to try to get that thing going again as far as building and rebuilding those two football programs you know those are desirable jobs I think if you can get in there and you can get the kids to buy in that you could really turn those places around it's just odd to think growing up here in this area you know traditionally Waco High was the pinnacle right I mean they were the pinnacle mm -hmm. of what you wanted to be and you know hopefully we can see them get back to that success um Obviously, it's going to be a work in progress, but I think that that's a position where you can bring the right person in there and you can get things rolling. All right, uh, 424. It is uh, a Tuesday afternoon. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us, and we're going to take a second here, and we're going to talk about our friends at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram at 201 West Loop 340. You can check them out now. if you And you're like, okay, I'm bored here at work. You know, Allen Samuels. SamuelsDCJ.com. That's Alan SamuelsDCJ.com. You know, it's a new year, and that means it's time for that new truck or car that, that you've been wanting. So let's see what kind of deals you can get at Alan Samuels in Waco. And let me tell you, they've got them going on at Alan Samuels. You see, first of all, you got to understand Alan Samuels is a customer first award. Uh, excellence winner and, and that's the most prestigious award in the car business i mean it just that's the national championship that's the super bowl that's you know that's the stanley cup the uh, the customer first award for excellence and that's what alan samuels is all about you know they've got a 2020 dodge Char charger sxt with total values of 5670 
$5,670 or 0% for 72 months standalone APR. How about a 2020 Dodge Journey, the most affordable third row seating vehicle with total values up to $6,750. And of course, uh, if you're looking for that truck, check out the uh, Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the last three years. That's back to back to back special offers include the 2021 Ram 1500 Crew Cab, Lone Star Totals, values up to $7,250 or 0% financing for 60 months, 2.9 for 72 months, plus another $3,000 total value back. What I'm trying to explain to you is there's unbelievable deals going on right now. Ted Teague is making it happen at Allen Samuels, and you can do it. Uh, you can check him out at 201 West Loop 340, or, or you can go online and check him out at allensamuelsdcj.com. Allen Samuels, your friend in the car business. Tim Mulkey and the Lady Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Lady Bears back in action Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting Iowa State. 6.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Saturday. This season, join Bruce Geetson and Maggie Davis-Tanette for all the play-by-play of Lady Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com my house has a new glow i love my windows universal windows direct now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner it's time to replace those old windows when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. When you drive drowsy, you may see things that aren't there. A pink armadillo in the road. How pretty. And there's my Aunt Angie riding a sparkly unicorn. However, you may not see things that are there until it's too late. Oh, an oncoming car? So always get plenty of rest before long trips. Take breaks, share the wheel, and avoid driving in the middle of the night. Oh, 
a friendly nurse. Be safe. Drive smart. Brought to you by TxDOT. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville. But we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. It was a historic night for the Tide as Alabama won their 18th national championship 52-24 over Ohio State last night. Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith set a championship game record in the first half with 12 receptions for 215 yards and three touchdowns. Nick Saban passed Bear Bryant with the most championships with seven. In the NBA, the Mavericks were forced to postpone last night's game with the Pelicans after multiple players tested positive for COVID. NBA insider Brian Winthor says the league needs to adapt to changes to help prevent so many postponements. So they're going to have to adopt some changes. What's really causing games to be postponed is the contact tracing. The idea here would be to amend some of the day-to-day procedures so you won't have to put as many players in contact tracing. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time. Tom Barfield and Garrett Ross, we're glad you're with us. 4.30 here on a Tuesday afternoon. And, of course, last night, Bama rolls to a 52-24 victory in the national championship game down in Miami. And we're joined now by Brett Hudson from Tidesports.com. And, Brett, uh, when you when you look at the numbers and you see the, the Heisman Trophy winner plays a half and yet sets all kinds of records and, and, and is the MVP. Man, that just kind of tells you a little bit about how good they were last night on the offensive side of the football. It's been that way all year long. You know, I mean, you you got to be something special to win the, the Heisman Trophy as a wide receiver in, in today's environment where the, the ward is so quarterback uh, biased, I guess. It leans heavily in the quarterback direction. Um, so for for, for a wide receiver to win it, you got to be balling on a on a pretty wild level, and and Devontae left no doubt on on that one in the in the national championship game, and, and those numbers come entirely in the first half. He dislocated his finger early in the third quarter and, and didn't get any statistical production after that. So yeah, you wonder what his numbers would have looked like if he had not done that, and he played most of the game. One of the things I was I was thinking about last night when when he goes out of the game and and then uh, you know Robinson comes into the game at running back and I, I was just thinking the the depth that they've got some of these second and third team guys would be starters anywhere else in America. Yeah, and honestly, I think that's what surprised me most about 
Smitty's run to the Heisman Trophy is that they kind of leaned on him when they don't have to necessarily. They have plenty of, of options. I mean, Najee Harris, you could have easily just turned it around and gave it to, to him 25, 30 times if you wanted to. It probably would have worked pretty well. Uh, they have a, a bunch of receiving options. John Mitchell third is, uh, had a breakout year. Um, in his sophomore season at wide receiver, they have two good receiving threats at tight end and Miller Forrest on Jalil Billingsley, Slade Bolden. We saw him do some work out of the plot in the national title game. They, they have plenty of options for uh, offensive playmakers after Jalen Waddle went down and they just decided to, to constantly put the ball in, in Smitty's hands for reasons that are now pretty obvious, I guess. Talking with Brett Hudson from TideSports.com, and you mentioned Jalen Waddle there, and one of the things I noticed last night was him actually being active in that game. That kind of caught me off uh, off guard, and then the amount of time that they left him out there with that significant limp, were you surprised at all by that decision? I, I was. I mean, I, I understand why they did it in the third quarter because Smitty had just gone out, and, and you need a little something at, at wide receiver, so... I imagine if, if Devontae doesn't dislocate his finger and he's able to play that entire game, you see less of Waddle than you ended up seeing. But they, they left it up to, to Jalen if he wanted to play, and then he obviously did. And, and cutting and changing directions was, was difficult for him, so they tried to get him in situations where he was mostly just running a straight line. I think that the first play that he came in, he ran a drag, which – makes perfect sense. You're just basically running a straight line across the, the formation two or three yards down the field. They tried to create that form as often as they could so they could use him effectively within the, the framework of, of the offense. But I, I do think that you may have seen less of Waddle if Devontae didn't dislocate his finger and, and force Banner into a, a more difficult spot at wide receiver. I don't. Nick Saban had an interesting quote to me where he was talking about um, not recruiting players who switch multiple schools because they don't want to adapt to adversity. And I feel like that's really carried over into college and what's clogged up this transfer portal. How do you think we can get a hold of that situation? I think it figures itself out. You know, um, I, I think people, uh, uh, some of these players, can look at the transfer portal as some sort of grand land of opportunity. Right, like you know, people, you look at the Landon Dickersons of the world, right? Mm. Things weren't going well at Florida State. He goes to the transfer portal. He pops up at, at Bama. He's a two-year starter, and, and and that goes really well for him. And Joe Burrow and Justin Fields are some other obvious examples. But those are those are somewhat few and far between where the transfer portal really works out for somebody. Um, and, uh, there are a lot of people that enter the transfer portal, that it just doesn't work out that well. They, they enter the transfer portal, they find a new place to play football, and it isn't as it isn't the fairy tale, right? So mm-hmm. I think as that continues to happen, people will start to understand that the transfer portal isn't this like magical fairy tale land of opportunity and football promise. It is a place where you can change your location but you still got to be kind of lucky to find the right place for you, the right system for you, and then you got to be um, where you need to be physically to take advantage of of the opportunity. So if, if you're concerned with the amount of people transferring and the activity 
in the portal. I think over time people will realize that the portal isn't just this magical place where you can go in there and improve your your set your situation in, in life. There there are other factors involved, and, and, and I'm not sure that all these people transferring is, is all that big of a deal in the first place, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, a, a regular students are allowed to do it, so why can't why can't the football players? I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. I know one of the things last night was obviously historic for Nick Saban. He passes Bear Bryant. And to me, one of the most impressive things that Coach Saban is able to do is replace coordinators and just keep that thing moving. And now with Sarkeesian taking the job in Texas, who is the front runner to be the offensive coordinator next year for the Tide? Uh, reportedly, Bill O'Brien, the, the former Penn State head coach and the former Houston Texans head coach, mm-hmm. um, who, who worked for the Patriots for a while before he took that that Penn State job, and and Ben is going to look at some other people, but um, he's he's reportedly someone who's who's pretty close to the the finish line. Alabama's done this before; they they hired Brian Dable as their offensive coordinator, who ended up being a, a one year thing, which worked out pretty well. It was a national championship, so mm-hmm. do what you will. Um, but that, that's apparently who's kind of the, the leader in the clubhouse at the, at the moment. Brett, uh, obviously a uh, a lot on the national championship game on Tide Sports. Uh, kind of walk us through what we can uh, what we can find at TideSports.com. Oh, a lot of a lot of coverage of the game and, and more to come. This was a, a historical season, so um, there's a lot. There, there will be a lot there in terms of the records broken and, and some of the historical context of comparing Nick Saban with Bear Bryant. Now they both have won six national championships. Alabama Saban has the, the seventh from his time at LSU. So um, a lot of stuff from the game is already on there, and, and some more of the historical con- context will, will be on there in the days to come. Hey, Brett, thanks so much for your time. Have a great afternoon and evening, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That's uh, Brett Hudson from Tidesports.com, uh, distributed by Tuscaloosa News, the uh, local newspaper in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, talking about uh, the championship game last night. Now, we could have went through a million things. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, it, it, was, it was interesting to me to, to see some of the, the numbers from some of the guys that are, quote, second team or, or i mean, I mean <laughs> right. you start looking seriously i mean you start looking at some of these numbers i mean we, we i mentioned the running back uh, brian robinson he had 10 carries for 69 yards i mean 6.9 seriously it's crazy and, and then from the receiving he mentioned john mitchell mitchell had eight catches for 81 yards and and you know uh jalen waddle off the bench three for three i mean you had guys come in and that's the thing they've got guys that can contribute that are just standing there on the sideline i'm telling you they're starting for about 99 percent of the other teams in america and that's just i think that speaks volumes to the culture that they've established there and why you see so many of these guys not just be successful at the college level but go on to have mm-hmm. longevity and successful careers in the nfl and he's right you could have turned and just handed the football to Najee harris oh, easily i, I mean what he and then go back and look I mean just come look at the total yards that Nige because that's that's Sarkeesian I mean he likes to throw the football I mean it's Mm -hmm. pretty obvious I mean Mac Jones threw for 464 yards last night but Najee was still able to rush the ball 22 times for 79 yards but then you look out of the backfield he had another seven receptions for 79 more yards I mean so he's 150 160 whatever it is in the uh, in the total offense thing and, and and some of the play designs 
uh, Garrett. I mean, we were talking about it this morning. You you had the one where Devontae Smith starts in yeah. motion like he's going to go behind the formation. Then he puts his foot in the ground, turns around, swings back out into the left flat, and they throw him the screen pass, and he goes into the end zone for a touchdown. That was sick. I yeah. mean, who draws that play up? First of all, how do you think of that play? I mean, you know, <laughs> and then you draw that play up. No, it was. It was really impressive. One of the things that I was paying attention to last night was the play of their offensive line, the way they were pulling, and it was just ridiculous to see that athleticism from those big guys up front. And it's no wonder that you're seeing these incredible numbers by Mac Jones and uh, Devontae being able to catch Najee run. It's because of those guys up front opened up holes that, I mean, anybody could run through. You know, one of the things that they talk about is the offensive line has to be in sync with each other. They're five working as one. Right. I mean, and you don't think about that a whole lot. I mean, the big uglies up front and all that stuff. But you got to have five working as one. And, boy, that was what, what, it, what you were talking about. Those guys last night, they were a cohesive mm-hmm. unit oh, yeah. in, in what they were doing in, the, in their blocking schemes. And they had several, by the way, blocking schemes. It wasn't just, hey, let's just base block somebody. Mm-hmm. They had some interesting blocking schemes, and they were in sync with their with their – with their plays and you know they just did a lot of interesting things on offense and boy if that's what's going to happen in austin that should be interesting to watch uh, as uh, as they start to build that thing oh it is and right now sarkeesian's meeting with the media and he had a quote well ago saying that texas high school football coaches this program is yours so he knows he's buying in and getting them to say this isn't just my program. All you coaches out there, this is your program yeah, as well. And so you got to send your kids to me so we can keep the <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Boy, yeah, there you go. He's he's a selling away, isn't he? All right, uh, four forty-two. It's eighteen away from five. If I wanted a pizza pie and mm-hmm. some wings, where might I go? If you don't go to Shorty's, I don't know you're wasting your time. Twelfth and Bagby for Shorty's Pizza Shack, and I, I I know you 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 go there, and I know you you get the wings, and I know you get the what the salad from Mama. Yeah. She she likes to say. Well, tell me about the salad. I mean, I'm having a hard time going. Okay, I'm going to a pizza place and order a salad. Well, this salad has about everything you want on it: peppers, olives, oh. the works, and you know it's it comes. It's big enough for two or three people to eat on. Uh, my wife and um, daughter love those things. They live by them. Uh, so, yeah, if you want a salad, it, it, you know, you want to go to Shorey's. You want to go hang out, but you want to eat a little light, grab a salad. Can't beat it. They've been doing it since 2011, so obviously they do it mm-hmm. right. And they're owned by four Baylor alums, and, and it says right here, the wings are amazing. Mm. Why are the wings amazing? Well, there's multiple factors here, Tom. First, the well, yeah, sickle factors. sauce. You can get that sickle sauce. You gotta. But, but first, we got factors. Factors. Okay, yeah. you're not getting no little bitty wings, some rinky dink thing. You're getting legit, luxurious big wings that are gonna fill you up. Like all the sauces are amazing, but to me, you got to go with the sickle sauce. It's not on the menu. Just ask them about it, and they'll hook you up. We're talking about Shorty's Pizza Shack at 12th and Bagby. It's 4:43, 17 shy of five. Recently on Game Time. We're going to welcome in the Director of Athletics, Ed Love. Coach, how are you? And uh, Happy New Year. Well, I tell you what, my brain's about to bust right now. We've looked at so many applicants. So both of these positions are a top-notch job. Both of them, I really see a bright future for both of them based on what we're looking at as far as the younger kids coming up, the middle school kids, and the ARL up to the ninth grader. So this is going to be uh, two outstanding coaching positions for whoever we choose. 
Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Every $25 deposit is another chance to win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win accounts must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member service rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com for official rules. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville. But we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com My house has a new glow I love my windows Universal Windows Direct Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 447, 13 now, away from five. This is game time on ESPN from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. And we're going to talk some Cowboys football. Cowboys make a move. They get Dan Quinn as their new DC. And John Machada from The Athletic joins us. John, good afternoon. How are you? 
I'm doing well. How are you? Doing terrific. We appreciate the time. With the, with the move to Dan Quinn, what do you think this defense will look like in 2021? Well, I think it's going to look a lot more like it looked in 2019 and 2018 when Rod Marinelli was running it and, you know, Chris Richard was coaching the secondary and he had a lot of say in it just because there's a lot of similarities between what Rod Marinelli wanted to do and was doing uh, with their base 4-3 and what Chris Richard would brought to the back end, which was similar to what Seattle did when Dan Quinn was there. And so I think that's what you're going to see. And I know that some people will not like that because they thought that that defense was too vanilla. You know, there's not a lot of blitzes there. It's, most of your pressure comes from your front four. And I think it's going to get back to that. No one was going to ever be completely happy with this hire. So I've seen negatives and positives on Twitter and just have heard from fans that, you know, some like it, some don't. I think it's about as good as the Cowboys could have hoped for, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't expect him to all of a sudden step in here and make them the Legion of Boom defense that <laughs> Seattle was when he was the D.C. In, in 2013 and 2014. But that's not because of him as much as it is that, you know, he just doesn't have Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor and Bobby Wagner and those guys. So, you know, the talent needs to be upgraded. But uh, I think the, the thing that you'll see right away is you'll, ha- you'll see the players being more bought in. And I think the scheme that they'll be running this year will fit what, it, what the personnel is that they do have on the roster. And, and most importantly, that's Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, I just, I don't, it made no sense to me why you'd ever have Demarcus Lawrence rushing from a stand-up position, I think he's at his best as, as a as a 4-3 rush edge with his hand on the ground, and, and, and that's all you're going to see him doing now going forward. One of the things that uh, we had guys, uh, analysts, talking all day long every every Monday was the Cowboys never could set the edge. They never could get the corners set to where they would force things back inside, and it, it became easy to run on the Cowboys. And so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Will he get an opportunity – to bring in some of his guys. So will there be some more moves on the defensive side of the coaching staff? I definitely think so. Um, you know, I'm sure they're still, well, they're going to still figure out what they want to do on the back end, but I could see them hiring a coach that is somebody he has worked with before. And Mike McCarthy has some experience with, and then same thing, a linebackers coach. They had Scott McCurley this, this past season who was with Mike McCarthy for a long time in green Bay. They could stick with him or they could go and, and possibly move George Edwards, who was their senior uh, defensive assistant this past season. He also interviewed for the D.C. job. Maybe they move him to linebackers coaches from seeing, you know, watching their practices this past season. I, I noticed George Edwards was working with the linebackers a lot. So, yeah, I think there's going to be some changes in those key positions there, uh, in, in, you know, in the secondary and at linebacker. I think you see some changes. Uh, and just allowing Dan Quinn to have guys that fit better with what he wants to do. It, it only makes sense that they would do that. So, um, again, like, it, it, all that stuff will, will, all that stuff is great. I think it'll be. I think all the players will be bought into it. I think that you'll see a better team that's all bought in. They're going to be better against the run. The, the issue is just setting the expectations too high, thinking that all of a sudden they're going to be some top ten defense. That's not going to happen until the talent on that side of the ball gets better. Talking with John Machota of the Athletic dot com, John. Speaking of that talent, what personnel adjustments do you expect Dallas to make in free agency? Yeah, free agency is going to be tough, just because. Their whole goal, I mean, their number one goal among all others by far is to re-sign Dak Prescott to our long-term deal. And so that most of their money is going to be tied up in that, and then obviously you have to pay your draft class. So they're not going to be able to make any huge moves in free agency. But the one area that I think that they need to take a look at it is they need to find a safety that, that can play in coverage. Uh, you know, that, that's the thing with this defense that Seattle was running and what, you know, 
Dallas was running before with, with Rod Marinelli, more of the Tampa two. You're going to see more cover three, things like that. And so you're going to need a safety that can cover on the back end. And, and right now they don't really have that. They have safeties and come up and, and play in the box and that, but they don't really have the guy that can, that can turn and cover well, uh, at least not well enough to be on an island back there. And so um, they're going to have to find that guy, whether it's in free agency, whether it's in the draft, even though they've been hesitant to draft significantly at that position, that needs to be upgraded. The other thing in free agency to keep an eye on would be defensive tackle. Uh, they just need to get bigger up in, in the middle. Uh, they tried doing that by bringing in Gerald McCoy last year, and that didn't work out because obviously he got hurt before the season even started. But safety and D-tackle, those are two positions I'm going to have my eye on because while they can add stuff in the draft, this particular draft class doesn't appear to have any like of the really elite, you know, high first-round pick defensive tackles or safety. So I don't see them addressing that either of those positions with their top 10 picks. So how are you going to upgrade that? if you're not going to do it in the first round. And so maybe they do it in early in the second, uh, but I think free agency, is, is that those two areas are, are ones to keep an eye on. I know a lot of teams, you know, we're, we're faced with different cir- difficult circumstances over this year, but Dallas in particular, how crucial is it going to be for them to get a full off season? It's, yeah, it's going to be critical for them just because they obviously didn't do a good job with it this past off season. I mean, you've heard Jerry Jones say multiple times, Mike McCarthy has acknowledged it as well, that, you know, changing and, and, and being as ambitious as they were on defense in, in the year of a pandemic and not getting to be hands-on with the guys, having to do more Zoom meetings, things like that, that wasn't a great fit. That, that, this was not the offseason to try and pull that off. And so, you know, while there will be changes on the defense, there are several players there, though, that are very familiar with what they were doing under Rod Marinelli just two years ago. So that will help out a lot. It will be an easier transition to that. And then the other part of it is just that type of defense it's, it's more about the players than it is the scheme. So it, there's going to be a lot more freedom to kind of like, they're going to keep it, it's going to be more simple, which is kind of interesting because of the fact that it was too simple when Rod Marinelli was, was here two years ago. So they wanted to change to be more multiple, and now they're going back to being more, more simplified. Now, <laughs> Dan Quinn can implement some other things, and he can, he, can, you know, he can adjust things and stuff like that, but that's just the way the Cowboys are. They, they change from year to year, and, and you know, probably – that's one of the reasons that's held them back from making the ultimate playoff success they've had. Just they don't stay in one direction. And so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, but I will say this, just because they went through everything they went through last year with all the different kinds of protocols, with all the Zoom meetings and stuff, they should be better prepared in year two, kind of knowing, hey, this is, if this happens, we do this. If this happens, we're going to have to do that. This didn't work last year. we gotta, we got to focus on doing this stuff. They should definitely have a better feel now going into year two with many of these coaching staff members still still going to be on the staff that, uh, from Mike McCarthy's first year. John, you mentioned the, the, the back end. You mentioned D-tackle. Talk a little bit about the linebackers. Sean Lee obviously aging. Uh, Van Der Esch had some trouble staying healthy this year. Jalen Smith, and I don't know what to think of, of Smith. So just kind of grade the linebackers for us. Yeah, they were a huge disappointment this year. Uh, I, I went into this season thinking that linebacker would be one of their deepest positions uh, because Leighton Van Der Esch was going to be healthy, and, and I thought Jalen Smith w- would improve on, on what we've seen on him in the past. I thought that you know, you're going to predominantly see them too, and if you needed anybody else, you'd have Sean Lee there. You'd have Joe Thomas. I thought they were in a great position there, um, having an undrafted kid from two years ago and Luke Gifford that, that flashed a little bit a year ago. And then I thought they just got an absolute steal in the draft uh, after the draft by signing an undrafted rookie free agent, Francis Bernard. I, I thought after after a wide receiver, I thought it might be the most deepest position on the team, and that was completely off. It, it It's now one of the weakest positions on the team to the point where 
I don't think they'll draft the linebacker at 10, but I couldn't completely rule it out because of a lot of things you just said. If Leighton Vanderash is healthy, I think they have a good player there. Just there's been so many different injuries mm. and that position is just so physical. And generally, I mean, we've seen it. You don't even need to watch other teams. Just watch the Cowboys over the last decade. You've seen it with Sean Lee. It's hard for guys to stay healthy at that position. And so that's a concern there. And then with Jalen Smith, uh, you know, I, I don't, I know he made the pro bowl a couple of years ago and, and, and he led the team in tackles. He just had a career high in tackles. But I just, man, some of the plays he makes are just a good five, ten yards down the field. Uh, you know, he, he's not great against the run. He, he, it, it seems like it's hard for him to get off of blocks. Uh, he doesn't seem to have that elite, like, quickness and, 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 and maneuverability that we thought he was going to have a couple years ago. And, and in, in pass coverage, he just he isn't strong either. So, uh, you know, he's, he's going to always be around the ball because of where his position's at. So he's going to always have a lot of tackles. But, I don't know that he makes that many game-changing plays. And, and, you know, he was like, he was surprised. He was asked after the, the, the very last game if he expected to be back. And he was just surprised he was even being asked that. Just thinks it's, you know, it's a done deal. It's a lock. I, I don't know that it's a done deal that he's back next year. So, realistically, what are the expectations for this defense next season? I think the biggest thing is that they, I mean, the bar has been set so low from just how they played this year. Mm. I mean, you, you you give up, uh, you know, a franchise record in points. You know, <laughs> all they're going to have to do is just be all bought in, play hard, and not not make big mistakes that give up big plays, and it's already going to look like an improvement. If just everybody's on the same page just because of how bad things were a year ago. Now, were there a decent game? Sure. Down the stretch, there were, some, there were some good games. They started forcing turnovers. It looked a little bit better. I would make the argument that it had a lot to do with the competition they were playing against. It had a lot to do with the quarterbacks they were playing against. Not exactly the greatest of competition. So I, I don't expect them to all of a sudden flip it in one offseason and all of a sudden become like a middle-of-the-pack defense. But it, I don't. I don't really care about the numbers as much as it. It'll be something you can see on Sunday. Are the guys more bought in? Are, are we? Are we sitting here after at the end of games and going, man? It's, they weren't playing with great effort at the end of the game. I mean, it looked like some guys were giving up. And then you're talking to Mike McCarthy and he's talking about how he had to address it with the team. Like there can't be those things. There can't be those mistakes like that. It, I mean, you 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 should be able to know it just by watching it if the, if the defense is more bought in and, and everybody's on the same page. And if that's the case, with how talented this offense should be they should have a great chance to win the NFC. Hey, John, uh, tell us what you got coming up on the, uh, on the athletic. It's funny. This is the time of the year where we're always planning things out, uh, you know, every day of the week on what we're going to have. And then, you know, things like these coaching changes happen. So then we kind of adjust on the fly. So um, it's kind of all over the place, but over the next week or so, it's going to be a lot of pieces. on just like looking back on what went wrong, things like that, where they need to fix the team and that. So, uh, yeah, just keep checking back in the athletic. They're, they're, just because it's the offseason, that doesn't mean we stop covering the Cowboys. Exactly. Hey, John Machoda, uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. You guys have take it easy. Have a great day. Uh, 4.58, a couple of minutes away from 5. Uh, great visit with John, and he knows his stuff. He's a Cowboy insider mm-hmm. for The Athletic, and you can check him out at The Athletic. And, and, Garrett, one thing I would like to see happen I just like to see the guys not avoid contact. I mean, that defensive unit, Woods on the back end, he'd run 20 yards away from contact yeah. just to avoid having to tackle somebody. Just ah, 4.59, we're a minute away from five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for you. 
Save to Win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Every $25 deposit is another chance to win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win accounts must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central's Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member service rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com for official rules. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Fox tonight. It's a night of season premieres with the resident and prodigal son. Two of us together? It'll be fun. First, the resident faces the biggest crisis yet. When all hell breaks loose, you find out what people are made of. Then, we're back together. It's the return of prodigal son. We get to catch a killer. To solve these crimes, he needs killer instincts. The life of a serial killer's son. It's a psycho roller coaster. And stay tuned for Weather 8 certified most accurate Mike LaPointe. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, universal windows direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. All right, you're back with us, 504 here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett, glad to have you alongside the uh, 5 o'clock hour brought to you by our good friends at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram as we roll through this uh, second hour of the program. Coming up a little later on, Chuck Kelly will join us. Chuck is the uh, voice of the South Lake Carroll Dragons. I think he's been doing it since 1970. I don't know. I'm, I'm making that up. Uh, former voice of the Oklahoma Sooner baseball team. And so we'll uh, visit with Chuck a little bit uh, about uh, the uh, the big ball game coming up on Saturday at uh, AT&T Stadium. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, and just uh, what, Jeff Grimes, the new offensive coordinator, had a chance to visit with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. We are going to, uh, I guess we're, we're going to kind of eavesdrop in on that and, and yeah. check out a little bit of that uh, that interview from uh, from J-Mo and from Jeff Grimes. And, uh, uh, and, and right now, let's talk a little bit about basketball, Garrett, and, and what's going on. And, you know, we were kind of debating this earlier today. The Baylor men. We're scheduled to play West Virginia tonight. And because of a COVID situation with the Mountaineers, that game is not going to happen. So that's two games uh, in the Big 12 that the Bears have had to postpone. Texas, I think, which was the first game mm-hmm. of, the, uh, of the conference season. And then this one here with, with West Virginia. The Lady Bears are at three games postponed. And this doesn't count those – High, you know those the Yukons, the Gonzaga, high end, yeah, yeah, the high-end non-con games with Gonzaga and and on the men's side and Connecticut on the women's side. Those games have flat out been canceled. These are the games that are postponed, and you got to find a way to get them rescheduled based on you know the Big Twelve. And, and so right now, Kim Mulkey's team with the cancellation of tomorrow night's game is at three games that have been canceled, right. and we're still rather early in this conference race. And, and I know that they've got a week built in at the end of the year for to take care of some of these mm-hmm. cancellations, and then you have the conference tournament. Well, it, it, what you and I were talking about in the old sports office earlier today is what if what if later in the year there's two or three more games, not because you have it, mm-hmm. not because there's a COVID issue with the Lady Bears, but because maybe there's a COVID issue with their upcoming opponents – that they lose another two or three. And so now you're looking at five, six mm. games. How do you make that up? How do how can you do that? And, and some teams, as you know, may not miss any games or, or very few, maybe one or two. It's going to be different for everybody. And I'm just curious how the conference is going to handle the rescheduling of all of these games. That, you know, that's a really good point. And earlier, what, one thing that the women are starting to do in the Big 12 is say – uh, Baylor can't play, right? Baylor and Kansas were supposed to play. Uh, Baylor has the issues. Well, if somebody has an open date, what they're doing is say, say Iowa State was open tomorrow night, right? Then Kansas could possibly would schedule Iowa State, get that game out of the way, look at making this up down the road. And that's something that the uh, Tony Caridi mentioned earlier with us on JMO is that the men's might start doing that as well. And he's the voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. When you look at their situation, you know, Baylor's supposed to be playing them tonight. Well, they have COVID issues. They've already gone out. Their next three games have been postponed. Wow. So they're one of those teams that are behind the bubble. When you're looking at this, 
about, you know, what do you do? How do you make up that many games? And it's going to be really difficult. And, you know, I was thinking Saturday, Texas was in Morgantown right. to play West Virginia. Now, Texas has got to take a good long look and see where they are before hitting the road and going and playing any games. No, they really do. And I think that's really where you're going to see that contact tracing come into play. And, um, you know, a lot of those guys, it, it, it's, it's just a, it's a really – difficult situation but especially with them when you just play a team who has an outbreak there's definitely room for concern you know so that's basketball and again you're in a confined area you're indoors mm -hmm. and 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 you're on the you know there's 10 guys on the court uh with you know there's contact right. the entire 40 minutes uh now one thing that i i did see that they're going to discuss and maybe even maybe even vote on as early as today uh, was in in baseball and potentially in softball, instead of playing a three-game series, you play a four-game right. series. And once you get there to to that opponent, first of all, that eliminates a lot of the midweek games. You won't have to play a lot of midweek games, mm -hmm. the, the Tuesday, Wednesday night games. So you're avoiding contact with, with these teams that are bopping in just for one game or whatever. So that helps. Plus, it gives you – and I like it because – one weather. It, it, what if you got rain mm -hmm. on, on Saturday? Could you play a single game Thursday and a doubleheader Friday and a single game Sunday? It gives you some options with with that four game set. And and what if you had to delay the start of the series? What if you you know what if Team X did have some COVID issues? Could Team Y roll in there maybe over the weekend play doubleheader Saturday doubleheader? It gives you some options. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, and then as you know, the rule in conference is once you arrive, that's it. I mean, there's no rescheduling, right. and you know, no back. It's that weekend, that weekend only, and you get on the plane or you get on the bus to go. That's it. So, but it, this gives you some wiggle room, I think, uh, to, to to do it this way. Well, that was a similar approach that we saw um, soccer and volleyball do, mm -hmm. right? They yeah. were playing. They would go down there and. Uh, wherever you were at, you would stay and play your two games. I'm kind of surprised that basketball didn't get out in front of that and take a similar approach and say, we, we've known this to be successful in these other sports. It, it cuts down on travel. It cuts down on exposure. I think that's something that you know they possibly could have done, and it might be an option that we see them look forward to doing to get these games in down the road. And I know that we do it in conference play and we do it in tournament play, but as you know, back-to-back -back in basketball can be tough. Oh, it can. Uh, uh, so I think that's probably an option, but, man, that's probably down the list. Mm -hmm. But when you get to it's, when you get to either we're not going to get to play right. or we got to play back-to-back, -back, you're probably going to play back-to-back, -back, yeah. So, I mean, they, they, I'm just curious what the league is, is, is doing and what they're talking about as far as how the how to handle this if it gets any worse. Right. And again, right now the Lady Bears need need to make up three conference games and the Baylor men need to make up two. And, and, and what's so sad is both of these teams are so stinking good. The only thing that's stopping them right now appears to be COVID. It really is. We, we knew it was going to be a struggle all year long, but I think that the most important thing is just getting the season complete, right? It, especially with these two teams and, and they're in positions to make a run for a national championship. The men had probably arguably the best team last year that they've ever had. This year's even better, mm -hmm. and they were robbed last year of an opportunity to bring a title here. I, I think it's going to be crucial 
to you know even if you have to not play one or two conference games getting into that tournament to me is the most important thing to give these kids an opportunity to win a championship but you got to have something fair and something equitable you for do. everybody in the league to determine who the champion of that particular conference is and you know right, and again right now they've still got the conference tournament scheduled but uh, where they go from here, I don't know. Right. And again, if you can if you can manage it in two or three or four games is all that you, you could find a way. I think to get those, as you said, you could you could trade dates, you mm -hmm. could you could make up dates at the end. Uh, you know, you could play back to back. There's ways to get it done. I'm just curious what they're thinking and, and what they're going to do. That's a quick check on basketball from uh, from Baylor and the Big Twelve, both men and women. Brought to you by Community Bank and Trust and by Kaleo Wealth Management. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies to mostly cloudy conditions for a while this evening. Then we'll start to see clearing skies overnight. Low temperatures fall to around 30 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow. It'll be warmer than it was out there today. Highs top out at 59 and mostly sunny. Very nice on Thursday with a high of 63. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The Poker Room inside the Heart of Texas Social Club, where poker means everything. Play Texas Hold'em, Omaha, and more. There are daily tournaments, too. The Hot Social Club, 6500 Woodway Drive, Suite 200. At Community Bank & Trust, we continue to add new and improved features to our mobile and digital banking systems. Our new person-to-person -person payment system allows our customers to instantly send money to friends and family, no matter where they bank. Customers using our debit card just log in online, input the friend's cell phone number or email address, and the money will be sent P2P to them. With Community Bank & Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. Why not start off the new year in a new Ram truck? The Start Something New Sales event is in full swing at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. Right now, take $10,000 off MSRP on a new 2021 Ram 1500 Lone Star with 12-inch touchscreen and 20s. Or $7,000 off MSRP on a new Ram 2500 Crew Cab Bighorn. Cameron Autoplex is your Central Texas truck authority. So make that short drive and let us prove to you why it's always cheaper and easier in Cameron. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters and you know what I'm talking about, naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville, but we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, CreateACommotion.com. Just call PP Services when electricity is on your list. Call PP Services. Your need is our priority. 
Call PP Services at 254-292-8908. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Your need is our priority. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. It was a historic night for the Tide as Alabama won their 18th national championship 52 to 24 over Ohio State last night. Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith set a championship game record in the first half with 12 receptions for 215 yards and three touchdowns. Nick Saban passed Bear Bryant with the most championships with seven. In the NBA, the Mavericks were forced to postpone last night's game with the Pelicans after multiple players tested positive for COVID. NBA insider Brian Winthor says the league needs to adapt to changes to help prevent so many postponements. So they're going to have to adopt some changes. What's really causing games to be postponed is the contact tracing. The idea here would be to amend some of the day-to-day procedures so you won't have to put as many players in contact tracing. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Five seventeen, seventeen after 5. This is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Tom Barfield, Garrett Ross, and you on a drive to the house here for a Tuesday afternoon. And we're joined now by the voice of the uh, South Lake Carroll Dragons, Chuck Kelly. Chuck, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? And to you, Tom. Doing great, man. Good to talk to you. So Saturday, the the Dragons will uh, will take on Westlake. But before we talk about that one, kind of take us back through and, and their victory over the weekend over Duncanville. And, and I know that was a huge win for for the Dragons. Yeah, and I think it was an upset because I mean, you know, you, you get an idea when you when you lay things down on paper and you look at it. And again, the key word there being on paper because there's no heart on paper, right? But, um, you know, Duncanville would have been a two-touchdown favorite, I think. Uh, that would have been fair. Uh, Carroll has had a couple of significant injuries, uh, one on offense, one on defense. And so, anyway, just being objective and with all the division one talent on Duncanville's defense, you know, you'd think it was going to be a rough day. But um, Carroll hung with them, and, and Duncanville made some mistakes in the first half and really kind of uh, allowed, allowed Carroll to stay in the game. And then when it got to halftime, at uh, what was it, 27-21, you know, Carroll was in the game, and all of a sudden, you know, head coach or no head coach, because, of course, Riley Dodge wasn't there that day, um, you know, Carroll thought they had it. And once it got in, you could tell that momentum was starting to swing. You could tell that it, the Duncanville players were starting to tire on defense, and um, the Dragons just, you know, Dragon magic is what they called it back in the day, and there seemed to be a little bit of it there, and so that, that was a huge win. So, so this weekend, the uh, state championship game at AT&T, it, you know, they're calling it the, the Dodge Bowl or whatever. It, you've been around Riley Dodge. You've been around Todd Dodge. What do you make of that? Because I bet both of these guys are like, hang on a second, it's about the players. But y- just your overall thoughts on father facing son. Well, yeah, you're right. That, that's what they're going to do. They're like, it's not about us. It's about the players. But the delicious irony in this is, of course, remember, this was supposed to be the game to start this season, <laughs> not end the season. Um, it was week one, and it got scrubbed by COVID. Carroll lost one other game a little bit later on to COVID, too. But 
um, they were supposed to play the opener at AT&T. So it's funny how the Lord kind of puts pieces together and says, okay, you thought you wanted it then, but I'm going to give you a better matchup now. But, um, you know, I, I think that, that obviously they, they joked about it even before last year, before the schedule came out, because you kind of knew it was coming up. And there's that, that kind of, uh, you know, the, the little grin and, and that they knew it was going to be a kind of cool. Um, I'm not sure anybody thought that it would come to this. I mean, as the team started winning through the playoffs, you're like, you know, there's a possibility. And then it kept getting a little bit closer and a little bit closer. Be like, holy cow, this could happen. And once uh, Westlake, you know, banged in that touchdown at the end of the game last week against uh, North Shore, you know, I was like, holy cow, now the Dragons have to do their part, and, and it happens. But, you know, they are such a close family. I mean, ridiculously close family. And, you know, the oddity, you and I consider and talk to Midnight about this, about the, the interesting part of, you know, the, the dynamics of it. You know, what, what does father think? What does son think? I mean, what, what are the thoughts of beating the other one? What about mom? Mom, mom. Yeah, we were, we were talking about that earlier. What about poor mom? Because I'm thinking, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm thinking Riley's going, hey, I'm fixing to show the old man. And if I'm Todd, I, I, that's got to be the most difficult thing. You want your son to be successful, but you've got a job to do too. I mean, there, there's, there is a – this is just a crazy situation. Yeah, it really is. And, of course, you know, Todd having won state championships before, and that's where, you know, I'm not trying to sway the audience, but, you know, he's he's been there. He's, he was there last year. And, you know, he, he's been to the top. And for Riley, of course, he's only 32. Give me a break. I mean, this isn't the only chance he's ever going to get, but uh, especially with the team they have back next year. See, they're one year ahead of schedule, Tom. Uh, next year, uh, there are so many juniors and sophomores that are starting on this team, plus the fact that Quinn Ewers will be back for his uh, senior year next year, the great quarterback. Owen Allen will be a junior. He'll finish as the all-time leading uh, ball carrier, you know, barring injury, in Carroll history. He'll pass Trey Newton, you know, uh, by the time he's done. So, you know, uh, Carroll is one year ahead of schedule, and, you know, I think that, that these, uh, really kind of the momentum is on their side. Obviously, Westlake will probably be a slight favorite in this game, but um, I, I want to see it on the field because I want to see the, the, how they react with each other because, really, it's going to be like watching mirror images play. It's the same thing. Um, that's why we're having Scott Peach, the Arlington High School coach, on. Uh, we have a big two-hour blowout on our pregame show here in the Metroplex, and uh, we're going to have him on to talk about what it's like playing your father because his dad was the uh, legendary Eddie Peach mm -hmm. at Lamar. And even though they just played on a district uh, in district games, I mean, there were some high stakes there. But, you know, how do, how do you do that? How do you do that, Tom, when you're, when you're going against the guy who taught you everything you know? <laughs> you know, I know what you know. You know what I know. Okay. You know, what, how do we work this out? Talking with Chuck Kelly, the voice of the South Lake Carroll Dragons, and there, rightfully so, a lot of talk about this head coaching matchup and the family ties. But to me, you really can't ask for a better quarterback matchup than what we're going to see with Quinn Ewers going up against Cade Klubnick. Yeah, you're right, and, and you know Klubnick is—it's is, funny that he's the. Uh, you know, almost like the second fiddle in this matchup mm -hmm. because nowhere else would he be. Um, I think that, you know, th those guys are both in the nine categories in the scale of 10, no matter how many decimal points you want to give them after the nine, but they're both outstanding viewers. I had the, you know, benefit of watching him the last couple of years, and he, he just has so many Russell Wilson esque 
tendencies, uh, you know, rolling to the to the left side and stopping and firing a dart 20 yards down the field and hitting the guy right in the hands, you know. And uh, it's just his mentality and everything. Nothing nothing phases him. Now, obviously, I haven't worked with the club, Nick. I haven't seen him play, things like that. So I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage there. But, you know, from everything you see and everything you hear, he's got many of the same attributes, and that's why his college is all over him, you know, as well. But, yeah. That's going to be the big matchup. That's the big question mark. I think maybe if there's a deciding factor in this game, it's going to be the defense. And because Westlake is, is outstanding. And Carroll, they lost their middle linebacker two weeks ago, Benny Porras. And they had to make a little adjustment there. Um, and of course, everybody's banged up. Everybody's injured this time of year. Um, that might be where, if you're looking for an advantage, I think that uh, they would have that. Carroll, I think, might have a slight kicking game advantage with Joe McFadden, who's going to UConn. But, uh, uh, yeah, the defense, I think, is what you want to watch because I don't think, I don't think uh, Westlake's giving up more than 21 points. I mean, they're, they're in the playoffs. They're, they're really solid. Yeah, and, I mean, I was going in there next with the defense. So, when you look last week, I mean, Westlake forced, forced North Shore into three turnovers. So, I was curious on your thoughts of how the offense of the Dragons would match up with that defense. But, when you look at Westlake and the fact that they were there last year, right? They were in this moment, playing for the state championship. Does that give them an edge in this matchup? Oh, I would think absolutely. And, and I mean, it doesn't matter if it's high school, college, or pro. How many times do you see the team that gets there, loses, and then comes back the next year and wins? Why? Because they've been there. Mm -hmm. And they understand what the spotlight feels like. And, you know, the Dragons have played a lot of big games. I mean, they, they made it to the regional quarterfinals. Uh, three years in a row, not quarterfinals, regional finals, the last three years before this season, before breaking through. And uh, so it's not like they haven't played big games, but there's just something about being on that stage and everything. But um, I will tell you this, Carol is 11-1 uh, all-time at AT&T Stadium. So there's just that little mental thing in there. The only game they lost, was to Trinity, and that's with a little Jordan Humphrey. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody remembers him. He fumbled. Uh, Carroll was driving on a, what was going to be a game-winning touchdown drive. It was a, a fourth-round playoff game. And uh, anyway, he fumbled down around the 30-yard line, and Trinity won that game. That's the only time Carroll's lost in the playoffs at AT&T. So um, it's kind of like a home away from home from him, so maybe a slight advantage there. All right, Chuck, uh, you're wrapping up what year as uh, the voice of the South Lake Carroll Dragons? 18. Eight? years and you have seen it all and uh, this one should be a lot of fun and uh, enjoy the call on Saturday my friend I certainly will it's going to be a great one and certainly looking forward to it a lot of pageantry talk to you soon take care my friend that's Chuck Kelly the voice of the South Lake Carroll Dragons and again I, I, I find it ironic I find it interesting you know, and I'm thinking if you're the if you're the son in this deal, Gary, you're going. You know, let me let me teach the old man, or, or you know, a trick oh, or yeah. two. And if you're Todd Dodge, you're going. Man, I want my kid to win a championship, but man, I got to win another. <laughs> you know, and mom's like, "What the world? I'm going. I, I'm out of here." You, I, you, you know, are, but you also got to be thinking if you're Dodge, if you're Todd Dodge, you're looking at it like, "Man, I created a monster." Here. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it'll be, it will be interesting. I mean, and it will be, it will be fun. And, and of course, Fox Sports Southwest will have the telecast, and our good friend uh, Craig Way will be on the call for that. All right, it is a five twenty-six, twenty-six after five, and we're going to take a second here, and we're going to talk about Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep. 
Ram at 201 West Loop 340. You know, when you buy a new vehicle, that's that's half the fun. Then you got to make sure that when you, you want the oil change and all that stuff, that you take it back to Allen Samuels. You see, they've got an outstanding service department. They've got 14 techs. they got nine people working in the Quick Lube department. They've got... Uh, Seven uh, advisors, and, and when I say advisors, let's say for some reason your vehicle had to go back into the shop. None of us like it, but occasionally that happens. Well, these advisors, they stay in contact with you by phone, by text message, by email, letting you know exactly where your vehicle is in the uh, in the stage, you know, what stage it's in, in getting the, the work done. That way, you're not always wondering, hey, I wonder if my car is ready. I wonder if my truck is ready. They're going to keep you up to speed on that, and that's just kind of some of the cool things that they do in their service department they've got 34 bays 34 stalls so they can get you in get and get it done ted teeks general manager dj latimer is the new uh, new uh, sales manager if you're looking for that ram truck they've got it if you're looking for that dodge charger they've got it it's alan samuels your friend in the car business this is the baylor sports beat a daily look inside baylor athletics now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Basketball. Their game with West Virginia postponed tonight. Plus, new offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes is on the job. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. There's only one Motor Trend Truck of the Year. It's Ram from Allen Samuels. Now, kick off the new year with remarkable savings on new Rams during the Allen Samuels Start Something New Sales event. This special New Year's event is underway right now, and you can save thousands on new Rams. Ram, for your family, farm, or business at Waco's most trusted dealer, Allen Samuels. Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. Baylor Bears, Coach Aranda here asking you to join us in the fight against COVID-19. It's time to get in the game and take these precautions. Wear a face covering. Maintain social distance. Know and monitor the symptoms. And stay home if you're sick. It will take teamwork, but we can make a difference and give our football team the best chance to compete this fall when we put family first. Sick'em Bears. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, second-ranked Baylor and 13th-ranked West Virginia scheduled to tee it up tonight in the Farrell Center. That game has been postponed due to COVID situation on the West Virginia roster. They'll attempt to make that up later in the season. Next up for the Bears on the road at Tech coming up this Saturday afternoon. Turning to football, head coach Dave Aranda continues to fill out his staff. He's hired Jeff Grimes as his new offensive coordinator. 
Those two worked together at LSU. Grimes most recently, the OC at BYU, looking forward to the opportunity to reconnect with Coach Aranda here at Baylor. You know, I wouldn't be here if I didn't believe in Dave Aranda and uh, enjoyed getting to know him there. And, you know, when you're on opposite sides of the ball, sometimes you don't really get to know each other all that well. But I, I knew something about Dave even before he came because we had played against each other the previous year when he was at Wisconsin and I was at LSU and he beat us and uh, had great respect for his defenses there. And then when he came, I saw why he was so good. His attention to detail, the ability that he had to connect with players and their respect for him and his knowledge made an immediate impact on our defense there at LSU and just um, really struggled to make first downs against him in practice and so really respected him as a coach but also very much enjoyed getting to know him as a person and his family and just really appreciated the the way that he the way that he treated people. That's Baylor football's new offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes and that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Recently on the Afternoon Stretch. Uh, the Houston Texans have found their GM. Nick Casario signs a six-year contract. That, that This is a team in the Houston Texans that has paid a quarterback in Deshaun Watson, who they should have paid. And but they also paid, you know, they also paid J.J. Watt. I don't think this is a very, was a very appealing job to a lot of your general manager candidates. It's your Afternoon Stretch with Glenn Stretch-Smith. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about the breathing component of your roofing system. You want your roofing system to breathe properly for balanced ventilation. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. Today is your chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, 535, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett, glad you're with us as we roll through a Tuesday afternoon from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Uh, earlier, the voice of the Bears, John Morris, had a chance to catch up with Jeff Grimes. Jeff is the new offensive coordinator for Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears, and they talk philosophy, and here's that conversation. I think it starts with the culture more than anything else. And so what, what I've called my offense here of late is RVO. And that um, little acronym, RVO, is kind of a play on words, not to be confused with RPO. RPO, which stands for Run Pass Option. Most people know that now. And that's a, a commonly used um, set of plays within most offenses. And we certainly have RPOs in our system as well. But more importantly is what that really stands for. And, it stands for reliable, violent offense. Because I think there are a lot of ways that you can run plays. Again, we run RPOs, we have zone read, we have uh, vertical throws down the field, play action, drop back, quick game, zone plays, a lot of things that a lot of other people do. What's most important is how you run those plays because there are a lot of systems out there that, that can be effective. What makes an offense really go is their ability to execute those things at a higher level than the defense that you're playing against. And so the first part of that, just the reliability means that you're able to be trusted. You can do things consistently good. And I think if you, if you looked at our season last year, there are a lot of stats, and you mentioned a couple earlier, but some of the stats that I'm most pleased with are the things that a lot of people don't notice, but they keep you from losing a game first. Things like penalties. We were one of the top teams in the country in, in um, committing the fewest penalties. Um, I think we were eighth in the country in giveaways, the number of times that we fumbled or intercept, threw interceptions, uh, missed assignments, those things that beat you first. I think the first thing an offense needs to do is not beat yourself. If you don't beat yourself, then you give yourself a chance to win the game. 
if you can't even do those things properly, then you're not even, you're not even giving yourself a, a chance. And those things are no talent issues. Those things don't take any talent. It doesn't take any talent to line up in the right spot, to get off on the right count and do your job. Um, the next part, uh, playing with a violent, aggressive mindset, is something that a lot of other teams can't do. See, a lot of offenses can do one of those things or the other. They can play they can play violently and they can play with aggression, but they do it in a reckless fashion and so they can't be reliable or consistent enough to go score points the way you need to. Then there are some other teams that are pretty disciplined, but they don't play with that edge. They don't play with that aggression and that toughness. And this is a, this is a physical game that's won by physical men who are willing to play with that edge, with that violence. And so whether you're talking about running the football with a violent physical nature or whether you're th talking about throwing the football down the field or for a quarterback getting hit in the face and then popping right back up for the next play, that's playing with violence. And so that mindset is the most important thing that, that, we'll, that we'll attempt to bring to the table. The next thing I would say if you look at it from a more tactical approach is I, my offense is really defined in this statement. We're an attacking multiple formation offense that runs a few plays, a lot of ways, with as much misdirection as anyone in the country. <laughs> and that's something that, that I hope all of our players will begin to learn very soon. Right. Um, but we're going to attack people. We're going to do it in a multiple um, fashion. So we can go fast, we can go slow, we can shift, we can motion, we can set the ball down and go, we can check plays. Um, so there will be a, a variety of presentations for a defense, lining up in various formations, um, but running similar plays in a lot of different ways. And I think that's what really leads to that execution that's at the end of what, what you can do, um, hopefully better than other people can. I love that, Garrett. I, I, you and I were just talking about that. He, he basically said that they've got a handful of plays. Mm -hmm. So from an offensive perspective, it's not going to be hard to learn the offense, I wouldn't think. Now, what he did say was they're going to they're going to run those those few plays, but they're going to do them in a totally a ton of different formations. They're going to formation you to death, and if they can do that, then they're going to confuse you. And if they can confuse you, then they have the advantage. And they're also it also sounds like they're going to cut loose and have fun. When yeah. you watch that Baylor offense last year, it looked like they were miserable. Those guys were not out there having fun, and I think that they're going to. It really enjoy having the opportunity to play for Coach Grimes. Oh, and, and he talked about tempo. There are times where he's going to go fast. Yep. There are times where he's going to go slow. Uh, and again, it's you know it's it's a it sounds like it's a simplistic offense from a play perspective, but they're going to do it in so many different formations that you don't know what's coming mm -hmm. at you from the defensive side of the football. Very interesting. Very interesting conversation with John and uh, Coach Grimes, the new offensive coordinator. Now, he is from uh, the great state of Texas, and he's from the, the Metroplex area. He's from Garland. So, coming home, recruiting Texas, that should be a good thing for, for Coach Grimes and for the Baylor Bears. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, I've already checked. My mom is 110 miles from where we sit right now. And so an opportunity to be close to family and, and really all of my roots are in Texas. Um, lived in Texas somewhere until I was 30. Uh, cut my teeth in coaching, high school football, graduate assistant, division three coaching, and really spent spent um, the better part of my life somewhere in Texas. And then even since then, when I've, when I've coached other places, I've recruited Texas. And so uh, just so many, many, not only family, but friends and coaching colleagues that, 
um, that I've heard from and just excited to be close to. Good. I told you earlier, my dad uh, lives in Garland and knows your mom up there from church and other things. So uh, it's a great connection there. I'm sure she is glad you were back a lot closer to home. Yeah, I think, I think she cried when I told her I was coming here <laughs> because gr grew up uh, just with a real fondness for Baylor. Um, you know, I grew up in the Baptist church and came to, came to church camps here in the summer and came to football games on, on this campus. And um, a good friend uh, of mine is Neil Jeffrey, who's not only a friend, but a mentor of mine. I worked for him one summer as an intern in his youth department and, and got to know more about Baylor just in working, working for Neil. Uh, but just, just a real strong affinity in, in my life for Baylor and what it stands for and, and for uh, what a great fit this is going to be for me and my family. Boy. It may be a great fit for him and his family, but I, I, Garrett, I think it's a great fit for, for Baylor University and Baylor football. I think Dave Aranda hit a home run with this hire. No, he did. I, I feel like this is the guy he wanted initially, but, you know, circumstances unfolded. He's got him now. And when you listen to him talk, he doesn't talk like Cornet. He talks like an experienced head coach. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, it's almost like 1A and 1B. Right. Yeah, so I, I think he's going to bring a lot of things to the table. in leadership, obviously, is one of them. Recruiting is one of them. And it uh, sounds like a fun offense, too. So uh, good, good, good for Dave Aranda, good for Coach Grimes. And uh, we'll see how it all unfolds next September when we get this thing rolling again hopefully uh so uh we'll see uh, but uh, yeah from everything that you've 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 seen you've read you heard garrett this is a home run this is this mm -hmm. is a good this is a good hire for coach aranda no, it really is. You see the success he had at BYU. I mean, the, mm -hmm. the NFL talent he's produced. Who wouldn't want to be a quarterback? When you look at the success they had right there, who wouldn't want to play in this offense? And I think you're going to see guys like Zeno excel. Uh, I had an opportunity to talk with Kyron Jones. He's coming in. He's really excited to come in here and learn the offense under Coach Grimes. So I think he's adding a spark that was missing. Well, if you, and you can join us if you like on our CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. It's 545. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tim Mulkey and the Lady Bears all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Lady Bears back in action Saturday in the Faro Center hosting Iowa State. 630 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip off. 7 p.m. tip off Saturday. This season, join Bruce Eatson and Maggie Davis-Tanette for all the play-by-play -play of Lady Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. At Genco, our goal is to build long-lasting relationships while providing complete financial solutions for each step of life's journey. Our members enjoy fewer fees, lower rates on loans of all types, and higher yields on a wide variety of savings options. That's just a small part of the credit union difference. Visit Genco online, on Facebook, or come by one of our five locations today. Apply online for membership. Genco FCU, my money, my future, my credit union. Since 1953, NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Fox tonight. It's a night of season premieres with the resident and prodigal son. Two of us together? It'll be fun. First, the resident faces the biggest crisis yet. When all hell breaks loose, you find out what people are made of. Then, we're back together. It's the return of prodigal son. We get to catch a killer. To solve these crimes, he needs killer instincts. The life of a serial killer's son. It's a psycho roller coaster. And stay tuned for Weather 8 certified most accurate Mike LaPointe. 
Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. When you drive drowsy, you may see things that aren't there. A pink armadillo in the road. How pretty. And there's my Aunt Angie riding a sparkly unicorn. However, you may not see things that are there until it's too late. Oh, an oncoming car? So always get plenty of rest before long trips. Take breaks, share the wheel, and avoid driving in the middle of the night. Oh, a friendly nurse. Be safe. Drive smart. Brought to you by TxDOT. 49. We're 11 away from 6 on a Tuesday evening. Coming up in a few minutes, John Morris, the voice of the Bears, will rejoin us with the uh, Big 12 shoot-around. We, we mentioned tonight's game uh, with the Bears in West Virginia postponed because of COVID issues with mm-hmm. the Mountaineers. The other games in the league have TCU at Oklahoma and sixth-ranked Kansas at Oklahoma State. So a couple other games going on. And then uh, tomorrow you have Iowa State in Kansas and then uh, also uh, Texas Tech at Texas. So, And I haven't heard anything on the Texas right. game. And, again, we, we mentioned that because Texas was the last opponent for the Mountaineers. And so the Mountaineers come up with a COVID situation. And uh, you would think that uh, that would uh, put Texas on alert, and I'm sure it did. So right now, from what I understand, the, the game between the uh, Red Raiders and Texas on Wednesday night is a go. So uh, just, you know. 
again, we, something could change right. in the next 24 hours. But just kind of keep an eye on that for you. Uh, looks like that 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 is a a go for for Wednesday night. So uh, again, Baylor now with a couple of games that they're going to have to try to get to rescheduled. One with Texas, mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> how big is that? And then uh, and then West Virginia. So you got the fourth ranked team in the country and the 14th ranked team in the country that you got to get rescheduled. And I think one thing to keep an eye on too is when they do finally have an opportunity to make that game up with Texas, Mm -hmm. you hope for from both standpoints that everybody on the roster is available because that's going to be hands down one of the best college basketball games, not in the conference, but the nation when those two square off. And I just hope that everybody's fully healthy and we can see the best of the best go at it. I was just thinking about, I mean, we've talked about this a, a number of times. You got, Baylor at two, Texas mm-hmm. at four, Kansas at six, uh, West Virginia's at fourteen, and, and really up and down, up and down the Big Twelve. Everybody's a good Texas basketball game. Texas in there, yeah, at eighteen. So, I mean, you've got really. I mean, this is a terrific league, and we used to scream about how good this league was in football. Uh, but you, you know, and also in baseball, but you better take a look at it in basketball. It's a, it may be, it may be, and I think it is the best league in the country. I you think know, it we is used too. To all talk, when we were young, it was the Big East, the Big East, the oh, Big yeah. East. You know, you had, you had Providence, you had Georgetown, you St. Had John's, St. John's, oh, yeah. you had all those biggie, you know, and all those legendary coaches, but you better take a look at this league right now. No, no doubt. I, I agree with you full heartedly. I think the Big 12 is the best basketball conference out there. Uh, you know, the Big 10 is good as well, ACC traditionally. But, yeah, right now I think week in and week out you're seeing the best teams square off in the Big 12. All right. That is going to do it for us here on a Tuesday evening. We'll be back with you tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. Remember Matt Mosley at 1, then John Morris at 2. We got Stretch at 3, and then we're here to anchor it up at 4 o'clock. All right. That is going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow at 4. Up next, John Morris with the Big 12 Shootaround.